welcome to the Mile High Podcast. We are your guides through sort of tales of pop culture, drugs, and saying the word fuck a lot. Our show is best experienced under the influence of cannabis. So now is your cue to light up. Now remember, drugs are dangerous, so please don't hurt yourself or your loved ones. But do subscribe. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. This is James Thomas, and it is January 31st. It's the end of the last month, uh, or the first month of 2020, and this is the second episode of the second season of Mile High Podcast. With me, as always, is my buddy and my partner, Dave. Why, hello. I am very lucky to be here. You are very lucky to be here. We're all very lucky to be here. Also with us, sitting in, we have Miss Courtney Gunn. Hello. Hello. Thank you so much for being their guest on our show tonight. Of course. Yeah. Anytime. It, nothing's better than to get around and smoke a lot of weed and have a good time. Yeah, so. yeah I'm saying. Especially with strangers. It's Especially <laughs> with strangers. That's, yeah, I've, I've never met Courtney. Dave knows Courtney, but I have never met her. And then Nancy will, is joining us this week as well. Chris is not on this week. Yeah, he's I mean, not a Harry Potter guy. He's, he has he never is. seen... He's just never seen the end. He loves Harry Potter. He you has, don't have to see. you got to read it. Well, that's, that's he's never heard, heard seen or read any of it at the end. Real quick spoilers for those of you who are like Chris and haven't read the end. But to tell you how close he is to the end, he is literally at the wedding in the last book. Oh. So, like, he and, has... Like He's just got to just, like, sit down. Yeah. Like, and here's an hour the thing. Two. two years ago, we went to the Wizarding World of Harry Potter with him, and we weren't allowed to talk about spoilers yeah. <laughs> while we were there. That's, okay, it's too late, you know. If, <laughs> you. If, if spoilers, I was going to say, yeah, if you, at this point, it's your own damn fault. And you know? more than that, it's not like none of us, anybody who followed the Harry Potter book, by that point, we pretty much knew what the ending was going to be. We just did not necessarily know... What the how it played out, you know what I mean? Yeah, a general idea, but not how it played out. Yeah, she did it well. She yeah, did she it well. did. Although, I will say the point that she's at, well, Chris is at in this book right now, where he's at the wedding, they camp for 250 pages. And I've got to tell you, I've read all the Harry Potter books, and that camping part in that last book, where least favorite, least favorite of <laughs> anything that happens. I'm like, why are they still camping? Please, for God's <laughs> sakes, do something. Oh, Ron's back. Okay, what? Why are you still can't yet? Now that's my least favorite of all the books. So, um, but we'll get deeply into that as well. Yep. But because it's a Harry Potter show, it is a Harry Potter show. And on uh, Facebook, uh, we're getting a lot of love for, for stoners love Harry Potter. Stoners yeah. love Harry Potter. Stoners love Harry Potter. Who? But you know what? It's magic. You can't. Anybody can love Harry Potter. Yes, uh, I'm excited to talk about Harry Potter because when Courtney and I worked together many years ago, I was very much anti-Harry Potter. I know. And I have completely (laughs) turned around in the last 10 years. Almost like magic. (gasps) (gasps) (laughs) I didn't know that. I thought you were just always... No. So we will get to my story. We'll get to the Harry Potter story. And we have some exciting Harry Potter trivia coming. I bought some... Harry Potter trivia cards. We have prizes to give away first time in Mile High Podcast history. We have right. prizes to give away. I mean, you had to be here for it. The listeners, you get nothing. But if you're here, one of the four of us will have prizes. <laughs> Two of the four of us Basically, will have we bought ourselves the prize. some stuff. <laughs> and the prize is, for our listeners is that they get to listen to us. Yes. Be goofy. Oh, open the box. <laughs> Don't open the box yet. What's no, the box? Do I want to open the box. <laughs> 
Not in the box, not in the box. What's so, in the box? Um, right now, we are smoking a <coughs> blueberry headband and sour <coughs> OG. It's a sativa dominant uh, hybrid from Rocky Road, which I always say if it's open late, it's it's Rocky Road. They're not my favorite place for prices and everything, but <laughs> oh, they are definitely they're open, open late. late. Yeah. So, so, uh, oddly enough, my joint then contributing... Also from Rocky Road. Really? Like, yeah, we love Rocky Road here. We wow. make, like good we act like we don't. We're always yeah. fucking smoking Rocky Road. It'll get you high. It'll get you high. Yeah. Actually, Rocky Road Aurora, I don't care for Thornton's. I love it. Well, I, I, that's why I exclusively shop at Rocky Road. But the staff at Rocky Road Aurora is really nice yes. every time I've gone in there. I have this, like, super, this like, super nice older lady who like really knows weed. So you know she's been smoking weed since like Woodstock <laughs> days. Yeah. Yeah, I want to get her on the show once. And I told her that we give her love, and she's like super happy that we're mentioning her shop. I really want her on this show. I, think I don't think they always know what we say about Rocky Road. Whenever I walk out of a dispensary, especially Rocky Road, and I'm like, yeah, we talk about you a lot. <laughs> They're like, great. And I'm like, man, man maybe. We'll see. we'll see what you think about it. But yeah. Be honest. We need yeah. the honest feedbacks. That's what we have to do. So yeah. Courtney, you are here, and I. So I don't know if you've listened to our show before, but basically, this is how it works. I. Do absolutely no preparation for the show. <laughs> that is a very honest assessment. Yeah, yeah. whatsoever. I know okay. the time, and I set up, usually set up the environment, but that's about it for me and the show. So Dave gives me a list, and then I nonchalantly but very obviously read off of the list in order the things that I'm supposed to read off. And so... I'm introducing you, Courtney, and the next thing is, what do you do? Because I've got to be honest, I know what you did when you met Dave. Yes. I don't know what you do right now. Uh, I'm currently the general manager of a dispensary nice. down here of Lova a Cannabis Company in Arapahoe, off Arapahoe, by the ballpark. So, okay. Yeah. Um, it's awesome. That. Yeah. Because <laughs> I can't count how many times there's been a store that you get used to, and then uh, you walk up one day and it's just randomly closed. For whatever reason, violating something. something. Yeah. yeah, it's it's insane. Um, keeping up with compliance is like an everyday thing for sure. Because all of a sudden, one day there's a bulletin that was not there the day before, and you're like, okay, this is what we're doing now. Right. All right, let's fix it. You know, let's get it done. So I do like the troubleshooting aspect of it, and you know, all the uh, other benefits don't hurt either. <laughs> so have, you been, have you been in the cannabis industry like since it became legal? Was this like a goal of yours? Or? No, I just loved the weeds. Um, yeah. I had a marijuana, a medical card, a red card um, back in the day, and I was shopping at this place very, very consistently, and they were in need of oh. some help, and so I was like, Working okay, well, I volunteer, you nice. know, as tribute, and therefore, you know, Years later, hearing you. Nice. It's just, yeah, it's that like seven years. It's one of those things that's like. Six, seven years. Yeah. Yeah, see, it's one of those things that's like a stoner. I always think I'm like, it'd be great. You know, it'd be great to work my way in the industry, but as the industry keeps moving, you just, I know where I, I know where you start now, where I, you know, I'd have to start now in the industry. And I'm like, well, that's no fun. I'm already, no. You can move up quick. It's not hard to like train people, but you have to absorb all that knowledge. And there's just like, like I said, it changes daily. you know, obviously knowing the product is one thing. Right. It's just the whole next level of it. But, like, being a bartender can be fun because you just walk up and you slang dope. Right. You know? Right. It's pretty neat. And they <laughs> take taxes out now for you. Start so. out and then don't fall. You know, they don't last. 
Actually, our guest <laughs> on our last episode. At one point, that's what I'm going to do. Well, it's retail at the end of the day, so yeah. if you're not cut out for retail. Like, if you're not good at sales, you got to get out. Like, right. yeah. there's you're, there's no room for you. You got to you got to be a natural born hustler right. to be in the industry. I feel like there are people who I know who I've gone into dispensaries and I've bought more than I needed from because of how yeah. they presented. And I, yeah. and I and as and I have done sales, and I know Nancy's done sales, and I know that Dave works with sales directly to customers. That you know. You know what it is, and when it's done well, you you even get suckered into it by it to a certain degree. You're like, oh, I know I didn't need to buy that, but ah, oh, yeah, you know, a good salesman goes a long way, and that's what mm-hmm. I've been trying to tell my staff. Yeah, so I feel like, I, but like I've been on the floor more, so I can kind of guide the way with that because it definitely is like a. Let me uh, show you what we got here. Right. Cannabis is like, easy to get excited about, so people tend to like really jump on to certain things, or if they're like pointing at certain things, you know, you you get excited about right. it too, and then. All of a sudden, they're just like, yes, I need that. Yeah. Yeah. I think that, uh, and we've said this multiple times on the Mahai podcast, that weed has turned into Starbucks. Mm -hmm. It's very much, and you will go to the same shops over and over again because of particular people. Like, I will go to Rocky Road because I like their staff, and I like that old lady that helped me out. She was super cool. I'll never fucking go to Starbucks. Yeah, calling her an old lady. Well, I I need to find out her name. I'm sorry. I don't know her name. She's just like the sweetest... The I'll call her Ruth, Cl- yeah. Ruth Clanahan. Is that what her name from Golden Girls? Ruth Clanahan? I, this lady probably doesn't think that you like her by how you refer to her as the old lady. And I, I know. It's, it's pretty shitty me not to know her name, but she's super cool. And I think everybody <laughs> at that store... We have to wear our names around our necks. All right, like, well, we're on our batch. If you just, like, well, she's kind of short, too, so I heard batch. Uh, she's short she's and old, <laughs> David? <laughs> but I like her weeds. Uh, <laughs> But I will never go to Starbucks again because the guy there was a fucking prick. Like, you know, and I was trying to be kind of goofy and kind of, you know, friendly to him because I'm like, I have a podcast. I want to try to sell our podcast. And the guy was a fucking prick. And so I will never go to Starbucks again, but I will continue to go to Rocky Road over and over again because of... Service. Oh, cool. Exactly. Yeah. Matters. Service that matters. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, old lady, who short old lady. Short for old lady. Stop calling her old. Right. Middle-aged Rocky old lady. Rocky Road gets no, oh. no, no love from us. Even when we describe their employees, we're like, you know, the place that stays open late with the short old people. <laughs> you know, so. If, it, if it's open late and there's short old people there, it's Rocky Road. We just added to their advertising. I gotta tell you, one of my favorite things and one of the ways that sales has worked on me in a dispensary is I go to the one near the airport every once in a while. Natu- one? Um, the one directly off of Tower Road. See, uh, you're Native gonna be Roots. shit by not knowing the old lady oh, knowing the name Native of the shop. I do go to Native All Roots. Right. Yeah, and but the one guy who does Support it... I, the little guys. Yeah, well... <laughs> To Rocky be Road fair, I don't guys. always know who the little guys are. I can't always well, tell. Like, well, you know, I shouldn't even say that because Lova's going to try to have, like, a ton of uh, stores. But they're trying to keep it <laughs> true to the store. Like, the store can have their own vibe. Like, they don't have to be... They don't want to be corporate. Right. Right? You know, like, right. they want to, like, actually vibe with it. They're super cool. Like, I know that, that like, if they can keep with it, they're going to succeed. Like, corporate to the point of structure, but otherwise vibe with it. Right, you know? right. Do Take it right up to that edge. Be one with like, your You're too corporate yeah. for me. I don't want to go to you. The Green, uh, yeah, green solution. solution. Yeah. yeah, that's super Live corporate. Well, green solution, native roots. Yeah, yeah. Kind of See, but uh, the only native roots I know is because of where we live. The one on Tower Road is very convenient, and I, I think. And oh, so, there's so many of native roots. Yeah, it's not. They're good people. Still, it's not like they're any of these people are bad. But I'm just like you know. But yeah, at the same time, like it's a, it's a, it's a half and half. Go to this place no, for you, like guys. Know. I'm sorry. That makes sense. No. So being by the airport, it would have yeah. to be a corporate uh, big uh, guy. Yeah. Well, there's a ton of little guys over there. Just like. 
shop around. There's so many people by the <coughs> Are there really yeah. farther down that area? Because yeah, check them out. Like just, just nice branch out just a little bit. There's a ton of places over there. Support your Colorado, yeah. you know, small business. And honestly, if you drive around, there's a lot of grows over there too. But yeah, I do find that I find a lot of, and I don't know if they're necessarily. Uh, small business but when i when i do my lift driving i find over right off of 70 on some of those up and down streets mm -hmm. i will come across places that will not even come up on like the cannabis uh search whatever it's called weed maps weed maps yeah well because weed maps is expensive as yeah. hell and like it's like a necessary evil but they cost so much money so a lot of places kind of determine like your google search yeah so like check out google stop, stop around a little bit weed maps is kind of there like i said necessary evil oh, and it's I, interesting because at first everybody just used weed maps because it, it was legal for the first time and nobody knew where else to look like right. google yeah. didn't have a list yet but yeah, I guess you can just Google that now. But there is one that's like near a warehouse that's off of 70 somewhere, 70 and 40. I don't know, but I've been there like three times. I very much enjoy that place. I don't remember what it's called. I don't know. Is it like a little tiny place or is it kind of big? Or it's kind of big. It seems... Is it High West? No, I don't think it's High West. You could try that place. I'll have to check that out, yeah. Yeah, High West is a good place. <laughs> I went to this one just recently that's off of Washington that's just a building all by itself with a... Like painted door on the outside. It's just it, there's some neat ones. I, it dispenses. That's what I'm saying. Just shot like the, yeah. you'll find some of the better weed in those places because they actually like, have time to care for it because they're not blowing through it, but they right. probably have some really sincere regulars. You know, yeah. like there's a reason there's still so many dispensaries, but there's also a reason that a lot of shut down. So yeah. it just depends. Yeah, Carl sells a lot of weed. We are yeah, serious we are, with our weed. Yeah, yeah we really yeah. are. Billions. We're a billion dollar industry now. Yeah. And we did a ride in that shit. We so we've been smoking since 94, 95. Yeah, 94 would be rough. And right. fucking buying weed from some dude in dark alleys and he used to drive a cop car, an old cop car. Yeah, yeah it was fucking shady shit when we were buying weed in high school. I can so. think of specific there was a there was a place over on Alameda, I can tell you right now, and Peoria. There uh behind what used to be a Red Lobster there was an apartment building where we would wait in this parking lot a lot. Of, like there are certain areas where I remember buying a lot of weed. Like, sometimes you'd meet in random places, but I can think of around Aurora, certain areas where I just, that's where I would buy weed. And then whatever they had, that was pretty much it. There was no choice behind it. There was no level behind it, so. I have never in my life ever been able to walk up to anybody anywhere randomly and buy weed from them, ever. It is never <laughs> not once. In my entire life. Yeah. People have offered me free drugs, but no, I cannot walk up to a spot and ask for anything and have anybody sell to me ever. So I was just had to know somebody. Yeah, I like uh, it. It's amazing. Just in our lifetime, where yeah. weed has taken us. Yeah. Look at it. It's, it's, we literally do this because of weed. I mean, we probably would have done this, but it would have been a lot more difficult. And, and we're going to have to talk about we're... something completely different because yeah, there wouldn't be a dispensary. Be the GM of yeah, I, probably. Yeah. Well, maybe. See, Who knows? That's, that's a reality. Or a firefighter because she puts out fires every day. That's what I always say. It's best to put my profession as. It's just firefighting. There <laughs> you go. Every day, something new. And it's I've awesome you well. on a resume. Yeah. <laughs> it's awesome on a resume. That's all that's being a GM is, I think. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. <laughs> I don't, I'm good at not yelling at people but I like have this inner screaming person sometimes it's insane it's just babysitting it's babysitting it's a good example or a, a good way to describe yeah. managing <laughs> you have to have that literally inside out dialogue happening in your head at all times yeah yeah, it, yeah. 
It's weird when you hear it, though. That's the and I do. I hear it a lot. I hear when the insides are the, debating with each other. We'll just shut up. So exactly. Uh, I'm just. <laughs> and Inside Out is going to be a great reference because the next thing we're going to ask is, what are we watching recently? And you specifically said right before we went on air <laughs> that you have watched. Disney Plus. Just nonstop. Nonstop. You know, I started with Star Wars, pretty solid binge of that. Okay. And then I, I moved on to like just watching like Aladdin and the live action Aladdin and like comparison, comparing all of those guys. Yeah. So it's been fun. You know, I, I can't stop. I don't even know why I have Hulu right now. <laughs> <laughs> because it's going to come in the Disney Plus package, like combined. No, I pay for those. I, I ain't got time for commercials, my friend. I also don't have time for commercials. <laughs> I got CBS I All Access. Yeah, My brother yeah. got it too, and he was like, "Mine has commercials." I'm like, "No, no, I'll, I'll give you another four dollars yeah, yeah, a yeah. month to not have to see a exactly. commercial." Exactly, and it's the same one over and over yeah. again. It yes. never changes. I'm just like, I who I could kill yeah. you. It makes me not want to buy whatever the ad yes. is for. Yeah, yes. yeah, it actually makes me angry at yes. it. Yeah. So yeah, hear that, Hulu? Right. Yes. Oh, I always say that. I've commented to ads before. I've been like, "You just make me want to not buy your product." You yeah. Pop up You're in the middle of my angry. article. Yeah. <laughs> But Hulu's the only place you can fight Bob's Burgers. Yes, that so is, that that, that alone say, is, is worth Bob's. Is worth Hulu. They have like endless cartoons. So yeah. and all I yeah. watch is cartoons. So that's why Disney. Oh Plus yay! Is I like cartoons. Yeah, yeah I yes. can't stop. Never stop. They have all of Adventure Time. It's Steven Universe. Watch, well, I guess. Is Steven Universe on Disney Plus? No, no, it's it's on Hulu still. I oh think. no, what is it? Um, Gravity Falls. That's oh. Disney. Rick and Morty. Yeah, but I had I can't watch it because it's it's not like loaded on the Hulu. Like I haven't watched the new season. I haven't seen any of the new season either. Neither have I. It's good. It's funny. I think it might even be over. It was like a four or five episode season, but it was funny. I saw the first season of Bless the Hearts. It was okay. Yeah. It's too. But Bob's Burgers is yeah. the best cartoon that's yes. out there. It is. It's my yes. favorite of all the family animated shows ever. I'm still partial to The Simpsons. I know it's not as good. It's not. But I'm still partial to The but Simpsons. Whenever yeah, you have all of it, I realize it's yeah. not as good anymore well, either. Great. But it's still far better than what The Simpsons have become. So. Yeah, true. Like I can't. I don't find Family Guy nearly as funny anymore. No. Um, I haven't watched it in years. Me neither. And even when I go back to the funnier ones, it's not nearly as funny, but Bob's Burgers, I will watch the same episode four different times and I'll laugh at my ass off every single time. Same I have Archer. their soundtracks downloaded on my music playlist and I don't always skip them when they come on when I'm in my car. Yeah. So there you go. Burgers and fries. <laughs> Burgers and fries. Burgers and fries. Don't you tell That's me your life? Bob's Burgers is a weird obsession for people. Yeah. I, I do find that. I know people who... They're relatable, I think. And they're clever. Yeah. They were supposed to be cannibals in the first episode. No, that part's not relatable. That's, That's why they changed it. That's fair. I have seen the theory, or the pilot story. So, Dave, we know that you... Bought this weed from an old short lady at the store that's open late, but what kind of weed is it? That's a great question. Uh, we're smoking, this is very hard with my old eyes, San Fernando Valley. San Fernando Valley. All right, I got it. And um, this is a sativa, and we are rocking 24%. Nice. So, nice. And very yeah, there's sativa. I, I like it too. Um, and their weed usually is upper like twenty fives. Potency Ooh. don't matter. No. Nope. I don't. It, I agree with that. I don't don't know matter. That. You know what matters is how many fruits are in the name. That's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> terpenes. You're kind of right. See. You know what I heard it's all me? about. If it smells skunky, then it's just know usually. Your 
You, know like, your turp. Know your turp. Hashtag well, you corny gun. <laughs> know your turp. I like that. <laughs> know your turp. Um, no, it's just like it's frustrating when people walk in and they're like, oh, you only have like 27%. And it's because like that's not all that adds to it. You could smoke like right. a 29 or 30 and like not feel anything, you yeah. know, but you could smoke like a 19 or an actually feel pretty stone yeah. you know like it really doesn't matter it's all like the terpenes how it's grown like the actual care that went into the whole growing yeah. process like there's a lot more there's a lot more to it my friends i promise you can potency i just learned I something i learned something now THC con- content also like if you want to go that strong just switch to concentrates already i mean because we get these 13 15 percent infused oh we got infused joints in there yeah there you go but, you know, just be realistic. Like, weed was 13% back in the day, you know? It's... It was good. We had no complaints. No, right. we're getting snobby. That's why I said yeah. weed's turning into Starbucks. Yeah. But eventually it'll turn into, once there are allowed more tests and stuff, it'll turn and you'll shop differently than you do now. Because you don't walk into a liquor store and you're like, you know what? Everclear. You know? But <laughs> I, I never like that. Because, like, but that's just where we're at. Yeah. Just <laughs> she was 14 at the time. <laughs> exactly. Like, you know what? What's the highest today? Right. And the cheapest, you right. know? That's basically what the weed industry is. Yes. Yeah. So it's like whoever has managed to cultivate that, not all of them are necessarily bad, but it's like they're producing based on quantity right. and not on quality. And that's kind of where the industry's like come to a little bit is like a make or break point on that. And so that is everything is new. Sad. You know, everybody's making up the rules right. as it happens because this is a brand new industry. This is, a, I, this is kind of hyperbole when I compare it to like railroads and oil but this is literally a brand new industry Mm -hmm. and so colorado spearheaded it they were the first place in the entire world that was completely retail legal Mm -hmm. even amsterdam it's still considered illegal even though it's you know decriminalized but colorado is fucking leading the entire world so everybody's looking at colorado yeah Yeah. Yeah, we went to amsterdam and smoked and no it's decriminalized and there's only there's one country now that is completely legal, and that's Canada. And then Colorado is the first place in the, the world. Amsterdam is just decriminalized. So that's, it was like a red tape thing that they had those shops. Yeah, it's kind of like their red light district. That shit's decriminalized. It's not gotcha. legal. But yeah, you, you don't get arrested for it. Uh, which is good. It's the next level. Right. But, like, you know, it's not. It's 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 a step that's needed. Sure, yeah. It's like the mushrooms. It's the mushrooms. Yeah, you can't. I've gotten so many calls of people like, so you're selling mushrooms now? I'm like, it's, so it's decriminalized. Right. right. Yeah. If you have them on you, you won't get arrested. Right. Yeah, I, don't, I can never foresee <laughs> I, uh, when mushrooms would be decriminalized because... I, or, or legalized. Well, so, I mean, okay, so yeah, I have this guy who works for me, and he is, like, super knowledgeable in all of that area, like, any type of mushroom, anything ever, and he's just, like, banking on the day. He'll, because he makes all these mushroom tinctures and all these things out of it, and he's, like, like, honestly, like, you can do so much with mushrooms in general, and, like, the microdosing aspect of it for, like, depression or something like that, of that actual, like, the psych psychosyllabin, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. It, re- it rewires people's brains with depression, yeah. and so it helps alleviate those symptoms. Exactly. So, so. And that's the big reason why it's decriminalized now, is mm-hmm. for its, it's benefits. Steps. steps needed. Steps yeah. needed. Well, it was for everything, you know. Yeah. And another city just did that. I saw that, uh, that not only here in Denver is it decriminalized, but another city in another state also decriminalized uh, mushrooms. So... I know that state. That's where that old lady is from. Mm. That old short lady. <laughs> the old short lady. Yeah, old she's from that lady. state. Um, <laughs> all right. Thanks, he remembers. <laughs> so, what have you watched this week, Dave? Or since the last two weeks since I've seen you, what really stuck out for you? 
Um, I have a couple things on here, but I will just go one show. The Outsider on HBO. Based off of Stephen King's 2018 book, um, it's a, it is created by the people who did True Detective, and it takes a modern monster tale set in modern times, and they put it through the True Detective um, lens. And so you have a detective story, but the element is supernatural, and it's a modern monster tale, and it's fucking fantastic. Um, there's four episodes so far. Um, it's fu- it's tense. It's stressful. It, do you have a, a couple of scares in there? Um, th- but the acting is fantastic. Um, ben Mendelsohn plays the the main detective. Um, he was in Captain Marvel, and he was also Captain Rennick or General Rennick in Rogue One. Okay. Um, but the show is fucking amazing. And if you're not watching that show, you are seriously missing out. Outsider. All right. All right. Stephen King. I have not seen it, but I like Stephen King, and HBO usually does all right. HBO shows get one. I gotta be honest, like network shows, I give a couple episodes to. The, the, the truth of it is, I will give a network show like three episodes before I decide whether or not I'm gonna watch it. But HBO has so much money and they have so much creative power. I usually only give HBO shows one episode. So. Well, and that's the problem with that uh, because yeah, like the, the Watchmen Watchmen took a couple episodes, yeah. but then that turned it out to be amazing. I was gonna say I've heard that's great. <coughs> the episode six of the six of the Watchmen is one of the top five television shows I've ever watched in my life. It's fucking incredible. HBO is killing it after Game of Thrones. Right. Um, Watchmen and Outsider. Uh, we don't have to yeah, talk about we, okay. <laughs> we talked about a lot, so you're more welcome to talk about our. It just seemed it like was you, dumb. Yeah. It was dumb. But The Outsider is fucking amazing. Yes, yes, they did. They, they, yeah, they, they did. rushed it. They just were like, this needs to end. And they right. just literally stabbed <coughs> it in the heart. Right. Hashtag spoiler. Fuck yeah. everybody. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there were, so, there were so many other ways that even if you had to do it fast, that they could have done it better. But they... Didn't. Did you see all those fans like like who like poured out like what could have happened? There's yeah. so many ways they yeah. could have still ended it in a season. Like they, they, uh, they screwed it up, and I heard that they were gonna get a Star Wars movie, and they better not. They don't just no, they they lost. Yeah, oh, they, they lost. Did? Yeah, oh, good. See, I'm not hip with it, but like fantastic. <laughs> That's my job is to be hip with it. So Sweet. I know Ryan Johnson is doing a Knights of the Old Republic series. So if you didn't like the Last Jedi. Um, you can go fuck yourself. For I love that movie, I but it. he's all people hated him for it. Um, <laughs> but he's still getting a Knights of the Republic no, I series. Seen the Last Jedi. I haven't seen the Rise of Skywalker. I've seen the Last. I, Jedi. I like I'm one the of the last few people Jedi. that loved the I liked Last it. Jedi. I know. I I didn't like the Last Jedi that much. It was like there's a lot of there's a lot of reasons, but I also didn't like the um. Oh my God! What the Rise of Skywalker? What's the first one called? Oh, the, the new, Force Awakens. Ugh. You mean a new yeah. hope? Revisited? Yeah, that, yeah. I I totally understand the criticism of that, but you know the they could have at least just gotten a little more creative, like a death yeah, planet. Come yeah, on. for sure. Come on. At least like the, the last two didn't have bigger. death planets, so the last two uh, movies didn't have death planets. Um, but they did have to bring back the emperor. Um, Ryan Johnson's one of my favorite directors, and he's an extremely visual director. And so maybe the storyline was a little goofy in Last Jedi, but that was by far the most beautiful Star Wars. And like that scene with General Hodo where she fucking blasts through Snoke ship, that was that was that incredible. That was cool, but it should have been Leia. I, it should have been Leia, but they, they didn't know she was right uh, there. Yeah. Yes, they did. They should die. Yeah, they yeah. could have fixed that. They could have fixed it. I have said repeatedly on this show that uh, Star Wars. And I love Star Wars growing up and everything. It creates a it, it was a great universe that was created, 
but none of the movies, and I think maybe the original three had only been the original three, I would have been like, they're the, they're the greatest movies of all time. But none as it keeps building up, all of the other movies lose their luster. So none of, I think, the original nine now. I haven't seen the ninth. Maybe that was, maybe the that Rise of the great. Skywalker is the that one, was a great one that was closes good. it all out for me. But any more of the other eight movies all around, I'm like, all right, I like them. I know the stories of them. I've seen them. But they're not great movies. My favorite Star Wars movie, I've said it before, is Rogue One. I think Rogue One is a brilliant, wonderful movie. And that's why Mandalorian Mandalorian? worked. I like like the Mandalorian. I really like the Mandalorian. I think they're well done. I think uh, John Farrell. Favreau, excuse Favreau. me, Favreau, whatever, is, uh, I'm not hip, uh, yeah. is, John Favreau, uh, but he's doing a great, I feel, like, I feel like he's doing it well. Yeah, I think John Favreau's straight killing it, we talked about it actually, I think last episode, that we, he's super underrated, right. he's created fucking so Lion that. King that, and yeah. Yeah. Jungle Book, and then he's, he created the MCU, yeah. um, he's doing Mandalorian. Yeah. But does anybody think that he's in the top five directors right now? People, I think he gets terribly overlooked. But yeah, I think he, he I think he appreciates writing. I think he, Chef even showed that. I think I think if you apply the movie Chef to his life as a director, is he he likes kind of being that under the radar kind of director. He doesn't need yeah. to be in the spotlight because he's about making what he's making. Yeah. So. Yeah. He's great. I that's why him. he doesn't yeah. push it. He he's could push it. Yeah. He's got a vision. Yeah. He so. But, yeah, I, I think it's a great universe. I think some people, John Favreau takes, knows how to take a universe and expand it out well, you mm-hmm. know, and Mar- the Marvel Universe. But Star Wars, yeah, the best Star Wars movie. I say it all the time on this is Rogue One. It's Rogue One. Yeah, absolutely the best movie. So, so there's a rumor that uh, Lucasfilms is going to kick out Kathleen Kennedy, who's the um, chief officer of Lucasfilms, and Kevin Feige from the MCU is going to take her place. So... Um, I, if you like MCU, hopefully he does the same thing with Star Wars. Uh, right. I have no complaints about Star Wars whatsoever. So I don't know. I think Kevin Feige. I think sometimes people need to. They work best if they stay in their lane as far as what they've done so far, and not jump giant like franchises like that. You know, if you're controlling multiple franchises, or if you're moving one from the other, your mindset's already in. He Kevin Feige's thinking Marvel, so if he gets into Star Wars. I just don't know if that's going to work. Mm-hmm. But we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Disney owns everything, so they can do whatever they want. That's true. Yeah. Nancy, what did, we, what did you watch this week? Oh, I was sick last week. Oh. So I stayed home and watched a ton of stuff. but And I caught up, mostly. It was a lot of rental. I watched The Joker, finally. What'd you think was, of that? I, um, I really liked it. I felt weird for sympathizing. I don't know. It was it was a very weird story. That's what I don't it does know. To you. It's supposed yeah. to do that. I I just thought like I shouldn't feel bad for him, but I do. I comprehend why somebody would end up really twisted if all of that happened to to them. But you know, I mean, he's still he's the Joker. Like you can't just all is not forgiven. But it did kind of mind fuck you for a second. Like oh, right. I'm sympathizing with a psychopath. Yeah, you you see where he's coming from like you see society continue to fuck him over and over again and then when he finally snaps like yeah i understand totally <laughs> yeah and like the the talk show host he wasn't he was making fun of him you know on tv like that's not helping you're humiliating this person that you know is crazy yeah, and then at some point you crazy. figure out he may have killed him in person and you're still taunting him and it just seemed 
You know, I was like, well, people are horrible to him from the beginning. So I get it. It's terrible. I think uh, there was an interesting question. I watched Cinema Sins, who does this like markdown of like mm-hmm. the sins that are in movies, and they did have an argument at the end. They're like, "Here's a movie that people only saw because it was called Joker." They they make art house movies like this generally all the time. Something very similar to it. You pop the Joker in it, and people are going out and seeing it. And their argument was, "It's like it is a great movie. It's great cinema. Shot it's." Well. It's yeah. shot well. It's what, um, what's his name? Um, the director who was dissing on Marvel. Scorsese. Uh, Scorsese. It's the kind of superhero movie that probably Scorsese would appreciate. But does it have that replayability like no, it's so other heavy. Marvel movies? It's a, it. it is a I very, see it again. <laughs> really. It's not like Requiem for a Dream for me where I'm like, mm, yeah. you know, like something like that. But it's, it's not that heavy. I kind of want to watch it again and see how I, I view it differently, mm-hmm. you know? Because, like, when you get to the end, you're like, oh, fuck. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it was a heavy movie. So, so I, Natural I don't really. Killers had the same effect. Yeah, on exactly. And I've seen that a couple yeah. times. You're right. I, 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 it's not something that I would necessarily not see again, but right. it took me a while. But I wouldn't necessarily turn it off if there was nothing else on. Right. I guess. Right. I mean, I don't watch live TV anymore, so I don't have that problem. <laughs> problem but it used to be a thing. Yeah, because we all exist in a world where we can have whatever we want without commercials. Yes. Specifically without yes, commercials. I, I will pay for it. I just yeah. hate commercials yeah. so much. We are a super lazy society now. We, all I do is just go down the street for drugs, sit home, watch, watch TV. Anywhere. Excuse me. <clears throat> I just don't want commercials. I ain't got time for that. Because she walks I know everywhere. Because <laughs> I walk everywhere. We got time for commercials. <clears throat> that's why we have no commercials on this show. Yeah, is that that's why, right? Value your time. It's all You're plugging all kinds. Of stuff. It, it's all one commercial. Yeah, we're plugging yeah. a lot of places, yeah. but yeah, it's, it's product placement. It's product <laughs> placement. That's right. not a commercial. That's creative integrating. Is what that's we what? do. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> product just pick, placement. Just pick one of them, and you know, just like strategize. Right, all around <laughs> one. I don't know if they'll pay you, but <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> Um, I watched Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yeah, just got done watching oh, that last that night. Love we it. We didn't finish it. We couldn't finish it because we rented it on Redbox and it skipped and skipped and skipped and finally, uh, that's right. I'm third sorry. of a wave through. Never mind. I'll save that for next show. I watched the Dora movie and I'm not ashamed to admit it and I oh, loved it. I kind of want to see it. I, it's I had really to watch fun. a few Dora the Explorer with my uh, little sister. See, and yeah, our my my kids grew up watching it and so I loved that show it was one of the less annoying shows for their age you oh, know no, I just at that time oh, I, but no I get it but like now I like Everybody follow her story show. was Diego in it yeah. yes I love Diego was yeah. Boots in it, it though just, yes. Boots was absolutely in He's it Swiper Yes. Swiper. Yeah. I wanted to see it because I saw the um, trailer for it mm-hmm. where they were like, why is she talking to the, like, yes. the wall or yeah. something? I'm like, yes. It's as I good as... That for like, why is she talking to the backpack? It's as yeah. good as it's as good as the trailer shows. It's better than the trailer. The trailer is good. Okay. Yeah, the trailer... When I first saw the trailer, I was like, I, I think I'm going to have to see that because it looks Here's clever. It's as it good, if not better, than the trailer. grew up watching it. It was meant for people who watched it and understand the irony of how the story is being told now. It was so really it's good. for the parents. I think and so. like for the siblings and like for the babysitters. Yep. Yeah, I think they'll appreciate it more than the actual I don't know if you guys have seen the Brady Bunch movies, but I would say it's somewhere between the original Brady Bunch movie and the very goofy, very outside the window, very Brady sequel. Mm. So the very Brady sequel, they just broke all like barriers. I Dora, I don't think those, but I don't remember, sorry. I don't think Dora broke as many she they really stayed confined within like 
the rules they've set up for the Dora universe. Yeah, they did have a part where you say swipe or no swiping and yeah. everything. Yeah, but it's cool. also, like, Indiana Jones kind of influenced, even. It was yeah. good. How, is it on Hulu? It was... No, we got it off of Redbox. Oh, fine. Anyways, and I watched live-action Lion King, which I liked way more that, than that, I thought that, I would. Is that on Disney Plus? That is yes, on Disney Plus. that just came out on Disney Plus the other day. Really? Yeah. Okay, it's time. Yeah. yeah. That was really time. I have avoided watching it this whole time because I just I knew I didn't want to have to watch the whole Mufasa death scene again. I don't, I hate that whole scene. Oh yeah, you gotta watch it. Yeah, you have. Yeah, to. you gotta cry it out. You know, yeah. sometimes you gotta let a good movie do it. So even when it's coming up and Scar's like leading him down into you know into the canyon, I'm just crying and I'm I knew this is why I didn't want to see it, <laughs> but I made it through and I thought it was way better than I had heard. I thought. Right. It was it was good, and I liked the Beyonce song. I, I mean, I don't. Beyonce got a song. Which song? The new song that was in the movie, the remake, the live action. I haven't. I've listened to the soundtrack though. I just she sings. Uh, I can't remember the name. It's not great. I'm not gonna lie, but I liked it. I didn't hate it. It fit know. the movie. Did you watch the live action Aladdin? Yes. Yeah. Yes, yeah, I saw that in the theater. I, yeah, see, I, it was good, but then I was like, I liked the first instant of like, I won't be silent, and then the next one felt just like too like pop star. Right. right. I was just like, well, oh. it's like everything froze around her all of a sudden. Yeah, I was like, this is this is like too much. Like mm-hmm. Disney, like make it powerful, but not like stupid. This yeah. is like a very pop star moment for Jasmine. Like, yes. let her have a dignified. Yeah. Yeah, song. I think when, I think yeah. when they played it the second time, you're right. I think the second time. If they picked one version of that song, it probably would have worked. But when you replayed yeah. it a second time, I'm like, I think you're really making me want to like this song. Yeah. And I kind of and liked it's like, it. You, already you have know, a whole new world. Like, yeah. don't, don't, you know. Well, yeah. And then, I don't know. At the end, then she, like, runs to her uh, father, like, yeah. holding on her face. She's like, Baba. Yeah. You know, and it's just like, ah, you know. It just, they could all have been more a little, well, little let's more dignified. Not talk about she was supposed to be like a brainy girl. The patriarchal like, relationship she has with her dad is just as misogynistic. I mean, I get that they fixed one part of that. Story. No, like it went, like it was all kind of all right, but then it was like, okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, like, I like that they made her Sultan. Right. Yeah. You know, they could have done like a few other things to like. Yes. I don't know spoiled it. I'm never going to watch it. Now. She's spoiled like, you know what? Pop star entrance. <laughs> That's what we need right here. You know? I'm not sure, but. Yeah. I liked it, though. I thought it was. I thought Rob Williams or Rob Will Williams, Smith. yeah, Will Smith mm-hmm. did not try to replace Rob Williams, and he did no. himself, and that made that it good. I wish they was, like he wrapped one of his songs. I wish they, like, at the end during right. the credits, yeah, he had, like, like that old rap. school like him Men in Black kinda, type rap. I wish that, they kind of did yeah. that instead, but I liked. I actually liked Will Smith. I think he was a good genie. I appreciate them both separately for the right. genies they are. Yes. Both movies in that, for that matter, I like them equally and separately, but not for the same reason. Yeah, actually, because I was like, yeah, yeah, same. Yeah. Most it of the, remi- the Lady and the Tramp remake, I keep going back to that one for some reason. It was a good remake. Yeah. I didn't expect it to be, but I really enjoyed it. So, I think the live action remakes are interesting. Yeah, and I think Aladdin's my favorite of them. I say Aladdin's the one where yeah. if somebody said, "Hey, do you want to watch Aladdin?" I'd be like, yeah, and I would not care which one they put on. If they and Beauty and the Beast is my favorite of the animated classic Disney movies. Mm-hmm. But if somebody asked, do you want to watch Beauty and the Beast? I'd be like, which one? And if they said the animated one, I'd be like, yeah. If they said the other one, I'd have to think about it. Like yeah. maybe, but do you <laughs> have the animated one by <laughs> yeah. chance? I actually think it's like I don't know. 
I really love the animated yeah. one. The, it just didn't do it for me. Like, I love Emma, but, like, I just didn't appreciate her bell. No. To be honest. I agree. So what is that uh, weed we're smoking there? Uh, we're smoking, <clears throat> um, okay, and I might have forgotten about it, but I'm pretty sure it's the Captain Cushberries, something like that. Mm. Um, it's a sativa. It's, like, a <coughs> premium, premium. Local Love is, like, some really awesome stuff. It's, like, covered in keef, and, like, here's a... Holy shit. little nuggy. It tastes, uh, tastes like uh, licorice, almost. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it definitely mm. has a good flavor. Yeah. It's delicious. We're coming here every every week. Right? <laughs> what have you been watching, yes, James? Thank you. So, um, I have watched Picard, you know, because I'm a giant Star Trek fan as well. I'm going to do a whole review episode of the entire first two episodes, but uh, it's been good. It's been good. CBS is something I pay for that I pay for no commercials on because I just. It's weird because I only watch a couple of shows on CBS. It's probably. It's total of like. Eight commercials, but I still pay not to have that on there. But Picard was Picard is good. If you like Star Trek, you will like Picard. So, and I saw the end of the Good Place, which I was pleased with. We don't have to go into detail because I know you haven't seen yeah, it. Yeah, save that for next time. Yeah, I saw it too. But I I'm excited. It started off good. I'm about half hour in. It's cute. And no I'm, one I missed Jason. And I watched. Uh, the L Word, which was a show in the 90s that they came back with a whole new generation. I thought it was really good. Nobody watches it. It's on Showtime. I hope they get a second season, but it was... I watch it. Yeah. It was good. It's a good reboot show, or almost uh, a... Yeah, it's kind of a reboot show. And when you do a reboot show, well, it's all right. The Connors, I think, is a good reboot show. I think, you know, Roseanne minus Roseanne is a pretty good show. <laughs> It is still funny. I didn't expect it to hold up as well as it has once she left. So, just goes to show you that she was kind of the overrated part of that show. She's abrasive. She's just so. louder, and, <clears throat> and she did. I mean, it was her name originally. Yeah, but it, they had a strong cast. They always did. Mm. We should do a '90s nostalgia. We're gonna do an '80s nostalgia, and we gotta do a '90s nostalgia. That would be interesting. We're doing an '80s nostalgia. Yeah, in a couple weeks. Surprise! Okay, cool. 80s nostalgia. Two I just figured you'd see I've that when he put the, the show. outline in front of you. I just wait for that. I'm like, oh, 80s. We're talking 80s this week. So, <laughs> But what is, what is the main focus of this outline, Dave? To speak of the outline, what are we here really the most for? All right. So the reason why I invited Miss Courtney Gunn to join us. So we were in together her in her house. That's <laughs> super fucking hard to find parking around. It is. Um, Cap Hill. Yeah, parking's for shit. Um, but Courtney and I used to work together several years ago, and her and her friend, who also worked for me, hugest fucking Harry Potter nerds I've <coughs> ever met in my life, and they were like, you gotta read the books. And I'm like, no, that's kid stuff. No, you gotta read the books. And then my wife, who's also a Harry Potter fan, like, I didn't, I completely ignored her Harry Potter love. Um, but it was Courtney's consistent, um, telling me, like, I need to watch or read uh, Harry Potter and then my son got into Harry Potter and he's like you gotta read this and he was 8 he read the whole fucking series at 8 years old and I saw and read it so I finally I read it or I listened to the audiobooks actually and then fucking loved it yeah so I I as a writer myself I look up to J.K. Rowling and then my writing is kind of trying to emulate her like definitely not nearly the quality but um, I want to write like she does. I want to write in her style and her voice. She's fucking great. Very it's fluid. Great. It's just like it just works and it ex- explains itself easily. You know, obviously to children, which is why it's there. But like it's dynamic <coughs> enough for like all ages to appreciate. Like I just reread it again um, ten years later just to like 
make sure I was privy and like also just like it was awesome I actually really really enjoyed it I feel like I saw it from a different perspective because Harry like at, reading as a teenager I'm like oh man I like get you I feel you and like older I'm like man this angsty guy I hear it <laughs> this is some intense shit Harry I get you you know it's just different perspectives it feels good yeah my son right now is 12 years old and he you know, Harry Potter goes through that after a couple of years, and he's and I, him and Dante share kind of like that hormonal like soup like attitude where he just like flies off the the handle and you know getting puberty man yeah yeah teenage boys <laughs> preteen boys even the, yeah it's real for the next like five years yeah four to five years so good luck <laughs> We're, he's he's a great kid absolutely he's a great kid they all are yes yeah. they are. But he's a, you know, a huge influence in why I'm into Harry Potter. And uh, we're going to uh, the Wizarding World down in Orlando. That's awesome. In a month. And I'm fucking just as excited as he is. So that's a cool thing that him and I get to share together. I won't spoil it for you, but entering the Wizarding World <laughs> is the most amazing, simple uh, optical illusion trick that uh, Universal does. You know, it's right up there with a lot of what Disney does. When you walk... The way to get into it is it's a it's a great optical trip because you do not see the inside of it until you're already in it. It's yeah. it's brilliant. Better than the the rides are great, but better than the rides is when you first see <laughs> you're like, That's awesome. Whoa, this is That's great. Cool. I've yeah. been to the one in California and they don't they don't have that. At least it's fun. It's fun though. Yeah. I like That's that. Awesome. You know, I went to the one in California as well. But like getting to ride the Hogwarts Express into uh, Hogsmeade. Oh, no, Is but that what get... happens at yes. Florida? Yeah. yeah you, you, you go from Dagon Alley. Get up nine and a half and uh, nine and three quarters. Thank you, nine and three quarters. <laughs> She's going to fast. She's on your team. I saw this wonderful outline and I catch that we're on the same team and I, I'm so sorry because I already warned you. I was like, I think I'm the only one who didn't read all the books. <laughs> So, but she makes but up think, for it. Yeah, I Hopefully. think we're balanced. Hopefully. I think we'll they are right. So, yeah. But entering it is really cool. You take a train ride in, and then because you're leaving a train station, when you walk in, it's true. You just, you see all of it immediately, and there's no other, you're not transitioning from one park to another. You're just leaving the train station. And when you enter the train, you watch the people in front of you have to run through the uh, pillar. Yes. Stop. It's an optical. Yes, yes. it's an optical. Road trip. Ah, so, that's awesome. We're invited, guys. So yeah. We're going so I'm not going to spoil any more of that because you got to do it, but go enter in from the Universal side, not Islands of Adventure. Yes. Enter Universal It's worth side. Even it's if worth. there's a slight wait, it's worth it. Yeah, that's the side you want to come in. You yes. want to come in through Diagon Alley. That's my Diagon advice. Diagon Alley. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. So, so my history. What's your with, history with My it? history with Harry Potter is I it had to be somewhere tight way around like the third book maybe had already came out and I wanted to read it. And my brother had read it and then my mom had read it and she's like, You should just read it and I was like, Yeah, all right. And then I reluctantly just got into the first book and then I just zoomed through it and they got up to book four to the point that I when I was on my honeymoon it was Harry Potter and I wanna say the Half Blood Prince yeah. that uh that came out in the middle of my honeymoon on our trip from, and this is going to work so well with the weed show, in our trip from Paris to Amsterdam to get high and do mushrooms. Uh, it had came out like the day before. So we're there in the uh, uh, train station in Paris. And 
at the bookstore. They're selling Harry Potter and the Half Blood Prince, and my wife was like, "She's like, you can get it." I'm like, "I'm, I'm in France. I, I have to get this. I have to get this while I'm in Europe. It's going to be different than the American version." And uh, she's like, "You can get it, but you can't read it." And I was like, <laughs> right. I, "I mean." <laughs> Because <laughs> I didn't want to be ignored. Right. But go ahead. So then we got on. So I bought it. And we got on the train. And I knew she she was going to fall asleep. I just knew she was. So they gave cheese and wine and like <laughs> like the rocking motion of the train. I knew it was going to put her to sleep. And in the moment that she I went to sleep, sleep, I was like. <laughs> and we, we were arriving in Amsterdam. And we were maybe 20 minutes out. And she woke up. She's like, I can't believe you're reading that book. And I'm like, I got like. 40 pages left, so just give me a second. Yeah. <laughs> Not expected to just take a turn right to finish yeah. yeah, it's an easy read. Oh, I, but it's like it's so dynamic that it's easy to just like read all of it. Yeah. So, um, my experience with it, I, I read read the first one, but because of you know, how much I work and you know the writing thing, um, I had to experience it through audiobooks. And I think that for me, it like really inca- like um, captured my attention because Jim Dale. I was gonna say Jim Dale, yeah, man. He's Jim the Dale's, man. yeah, he's the narrator for the Harry Potter books, and his voices are so incredible, and he just brings so much life to this world. Uh, like, I'm not a, an emotional guy, but when Harry Potter and the Deathly Hollows, when like his family starts popping up after he. Uh, gets the the rune or the rock there and like uh, like yeah. fucking start tearing up and yeah. shit uh it was fucking incredible jim dale's amazing i actually almost debated on getting an audible account just to listen to it when i was uh like when we, before you told me we were gonna do this you know i was like uh i should i should just do this you should get an but, audible account because you can use your credits to get race through space event horizon available now <laughs> On Audible, narrated by Trevor Wilson. I don't understand why we don't have commercials, man. Like, we're, we're a commercial-free thing. It's, we're not always promoting, but no. Um, yeah, the funny thing about Audible is I do a lot of reading. I don't do... When I had Audible, the what I would do is I would pick the longest book that I could possibly because I only got it for the free trial or the two free books so I was like yeah the Odyssey uh, <laughs> will you oh, please why would you pick that one <laughs> because when I had read it you know in high school and I was like and I could just listen to it because I get the most bang for my buck and I was really I was like what a great deal I get 18 hours of oh my God. just someone reading me the Odyssey and I <laughs> I listened to a lot of that I did not listen to all 18 hours but I listened to a good portion of that but that's I love audiobooks yeah. that's how I consume all my books now it's through audiobooks yeah as a writer it's probably a good way to consume it because then you get to see the words and you get to hear the words which are probably different than seeing the words I would imagine yeah. so when I was auditioning and then um, working with the guy who narrated my books um it's a Incredible, and it's really humbling also. Um, you create this world, and you have a vision in your mind. And no matter how much detail you put into your words and how much like production notes you give them, their interpretation of what's in your own mind is going to be different. And so you can either appreciate it and enjoy it, or you can like you know be picky and like, this is different. So um, his interpretation was a little bit different than mine, but he... Did a really good job, so I kind of I let him do, I gave him his artistic freedom, um, but it's an, kind of a weird experience to hear 
the words that you wrote read by somebody else and doing voices and um, delivered in a certain way with yeah. the, with probably an inflection that you didn't necessarily yeah, I, when you, you wrote know, it thought accents the character and was, stuff yeah you know it's you know it's really cool it's a fun experience yeah, it gives life to your book yeah absolutely right. and that's what Jim Dale did with Harry Potter like. Hold on. Yeah, he just J.K. Rowling did a great job of describing. He's just reading the book, but he was able through his voice to create a picture in your mind, and you're fucking right there in Hogwarts, or you're you know playing Quidditch. Yeah, did you ever imagine seeing me talking about Harry Potter with you? Uh, uh, not at the, no, you know, mm-hmm. but here you are. Here I am, <laughs> and I'm a fuck, I love fucking Harry Potter. So. Yeah. I think when people get into it, it's a pretty easy conversion. If uh, it's it's pretty easy to convert people into Harry Potter if you can get them started on it. You know, there are certain things that suck people in extremely well, and I think Harry Potter is one of them. It, because of the simplicity to the depth, you know what I mean. Like once the yeah. sim- once it 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 gets harder, it gives you more depth. In the beginning, it's very simple, and there's you know a little bit of depth, but all the way through her stories, it kind of changes around. They're not as simple stories as they used to be, and there's a lot more depth. But in the beginning, they're very simple stories with, I don't think, a lot of depth. It is a a very child's adventure. Yeah. And that child adventure changed around. So... Hmm. Yeah, it's that sense of adventure that ropes you in, and yeah. then you get and invested. You watch them grow up. You know, you, you you see them all go through their like personality changes right. and like growth, and that's just great. Love it. Yeah. Love it. What's your experience with Harry Potter? Not as much as you guys. <laughs> uh, so I, I didn't read them at all, hardly, until my sister... My sister is significantly younger than me. She's 13 years younger than me. And so when my parents uh, separated, I had a parent who lived in Colorado and one who lived in California. And my sister, when she was with the one in California and I was here in Colorado, she, um, you know, she would call me. But, you know, she's like... She's eight and I'm 20 or whatever, you know? And so we have a lot to talk about necessarily. So I'd help her with math. And the other thing I would do is I bought a copy of the Harry Potter book and we would take turns reading pages. She had her own copy there. And so this was before everybody had Audible on their phones. But so we read the first two books that way over one summer. And that that was my book experience. And I'm not going to lie, after that, I watched the movies with my kids. That's how I know the story. So I do not have as much experience with you guys, as you guys do. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I play Wizard Unite to make myself walk. <laughs> That's I like hilarious. challenges, you know. That's funny. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I, 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 I also play Wizard Unite. Not as much as I did when it first came out. Like, yeah. for a minute, I played it for for a bit. But then I was like, yeah. It just becomes the same thing over and over again. Yeah. Is there a good Harry... If you play games... I mean, is there a good Harry Potter game? Does anybody feel... Have they made anything that you were like, oh, this is great? My kid loved the uh, Harry Potter Lego games. They're on for, I think, the Nintendo. Lego game, is like, pretty awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So, that's that's pretty much it. Like, um... I don't really do any of the merchandise. I'm not really into any of the games or whatever. Uh, I'm my. I, I just listen to the the books and then go to the theme parks and give all my money for butterbeer. Yeah, yeah. All good ideas. All good way to do that. Um, so the next thing on this list, smooth segue, is houses and Patronus. I did not do my Patronus test, but I did my house test. 
You didn't do your homework. You I'm surprised. You didn't tell me Patronus, <laughs> and I didn't see this until today. That I'm sticking to that story. <laughs> well, I'm going to make up a Patronus, but I know my house. But, so, what are you, Dave? Let's start with you. So, I really, really wanted to be a Slytherin for, like, the longest time. And then I've taken the test three separate times to become a Slytherin. I'm a fucking Gryffindor, so... You should take the BuzzFeed test. The one where it's like tells you your percentages in the different house, so you can like see how Slytherin you might be. <laughs> I thought I was very Slytherin, but every three times, Gryffindor. And my Patronus is very much like me. It's a black and white cat. Interesting. <clears throat> that's cool. Yeah, that's very much me. So nice. yeah, yeah. So yeah. I'm a proud Gryffindor now. There you Hell go. yeah! And my kid is a very much a Ravenclaw. Yeah, he's in so much so that he drew a, a picture of himself as a Ravenclaw, and I got a tattooed on my arm. So, nice. oh, really nice. Yeah, cool. um, I'll show you when I, a little bit later. It's okay. yeah. <laughs> is it the red arm? Oh yeah. So this is for all you people at home. Oh, nice. It's my kid as a Ravenclaw. Don't you have a, you know, one of his drawings? On your yeah, I, yes, yeah. I do. That's cool. Um, and my wife is a mix between a Ravenclaw and a Hufflepuff, so we call her a Ravenpuff. A Ravenpuff or a Huffenclaw, but Ravenpuff. Most. Nice. That's yeah. cool. That's cool. Nancy. Um, my house was well. So on the test that you told me to take, the the Pottermore. Pottermore. I was. I got Hufflepuff. But on Wizards Unite, they make you take it. And on that one, I was Gryffindor. So I don't know what that means. Maybe I should take the BuzzFeed one and find out. Yeah, you're Gryffindor. I'm Gryffindor. Oh, Pottermore is J.K. Rowling's official Harry Potter site. So when you're talking about houses, that's the official... That's the, so I consider that the official, okay. uh, say, you know, what um, house and stuff you are. So, Courtney, that exhausted thing, what does J.K. Rowling so say? So, J.K. Rowling says I'm a Ravenclaw, but I've always came up with Gryffindor before, which is why I'm like, mm, you know, maybe it's just how I've been. I, I have grown up, you know, like mm-hmm. maybe it's just how it goes. And then I took the BuzzFeed one, where it says I'm mostly a Gryffindor, but a lot of Ravenclaw. So, I'm a Griffin Claw, bitches. Griffin Claw. <laughs> All right. I'm a Hufflepuff. I told you. I knew it. I called it. I, I think it was in our mysterious first episode that I called it out as a Hufflepuff. And you said you were Ravenclaw for the longest time. But on Wizards Unite, I'm Ravenclaw. But on uh, Pottermore, yeah, J.K. Rowling says I'm a Hufflepuff. Yeah, I think you're Hufflepuff. You're just like a, you're a fun guy, big jovial fun guy. One of the facts I learned about Hufflepuff when I took it, it said that Hufflepuff is the house that has created the least amount of dark wizards. We're all just kind of cool people. Yeah. 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 It, it's chilling. Yeah, if wizards smoked weed, it'd be the Hufflepuff house. Yeah. yeah. That's uh, why they are the Hufflepuff there you house. Go. Huff- Hufflepuff yeah, I definitely could, I definitely knew you were Hufflepuff. Did we already cover what it meant to our lives, or do we have another? Yeah, we kind of did. I no, think we did. Did anybody have? Did it mean something else to you that we did not cover earlier? No that depth. So it's a fun. Well, it, I, I mean, they kept me and my sister in contact for two months when we lived three states. No, that was a great. Like, that, that, that was, was a great connection that yeah. it actually was able to bring. And I read to my kids and the neighbor kids downstairs. You know, when they were growing yeah. up and they were younger, so. And yeah. that was the only other time I really got into it is when my kids got into it. And so then I was into it again. So it's always been relationship-based. That means a lot to me. Yeah. Definitely. You know, and that's one thing that Dante and I share is our love for Harry Potter. Well, so. what do we think? What do you think makes it? 
what? Okay, here's a here's a question that's not necessarily on here, but I was thinking, um, I've only seen the movies, but the uh, uh, creatures, the Nate Salamander movies, mysterious creatures, and where where to find Cre- them? Creature is in. No, the no, the mysterious uh, Fantastic Beast. Fantastic Beast. Okay, yeah, and where to find? What them? did you call them? Mysterious yeah. creatures. <laughs> That's the Chinese that, knockoff that, version, apparently. <laughs> oh, because that movie was great. <laughs> the no. Mystic Beasts? Yeah, no. Uh, uh, mystic Creatures? Yeah, what do you guys think of those movies? Do you watch them? I've seen the second one. I've only seen the first one. I like the first one. It was all right. I just feel like, you know, they're just kind of sucking with the teeth there. Yeah. But, you know. Is that a universe? Is that a universe like, say, Star Wars, where we talked about uh, uh, you can break know. out and do a Mandalorian? Can you do a real Rogue One? Like, because even Fantastic Beast stays within the parameters of the rules for the most part. I, I think, you know, I'll let you go first because you're the Harry Potter expert and then I'll go. I don't know. I just feel like, you know, at this point, like, they could have just left it the stories. Like, I don't think we really need a cursed child. I don't know if we, like, really need, like, the Fantastic Beasts. You right. know, I just feel like they're sucking at the tea, honestly. But, like, it's not like any of it was, like, bad, you know. It's right. just, and I haven't seen The Cursed Child. I, I do want to see it, but I read the, the play and I was just like, okay, you know. I think uh, Fantastic Beasts is kind of like Solo was for Disney. I mean, it's like Solo's it's a, not bad. It's entertaining. Well, Fantastic Beasts is not bad, and yeah. it's entertaining. Yeah. But it, uh, I think Harry Potter doesn't have a lot of characters that you really want to learn about. I think if they did something with Dumbledore and, or uh, uh, Voldemort, I think mm-hmm. those would be really interesting. But other than that, I could I don't really care exactly. too much. Like some origin stories. Yeah. yeah, I think you could. I think what you could do is is my it's a Rogue One theory is take it so far out and tell a, a, a very individual story about an individual magical group, magical creatures, p- people, and things that we've been introduced to within the Harry Potter universe, and maybe do a story along those lines that could be interesting, that is loosely tied, but her world was really as big as she made it. It was a really confined world. It's pretty good. In a way, I feel like she could expand on it in ways maybe she's not thinking of, you know, that she could go, like, I, they kind of touched on it in the Fantastic Beasts going into, like, the American style of, like, being a witch and wizard and stuff, which is kind of neat, you know, like, they could expand the universe in yeah. that way, but I mean, like, you know, to what extent? It's almost better they leave it. Like, she got a fucking theme park. Like, let's just right. let it be. Yeah. You hate to see something like, you love get ruined. You know, exactly. Like, we've seen that in so many occasions. I just don't know if she should take it much farther just like you know leave it be like you know like let, like yes we want more but like also like we do we need it do we need it like we should probably be satisfied yeah. to a certain extent unless she like really picks something like to do it well you know like i've seen a lot of fan made versions of like Aldous Dumbledore's story like you guys were right. saying i'm like that would be kind of interesting like they could do something like that and like touch on it but like yeah you know if we don't like that's probably okay too right you know so Disney had here. Here's another question. Disney had the movie, uh, the option to buy the movie rights to Harry Potter oh, really? before Universal did. Like it was laid out in front of them, and for the most part, uh, they passed on Harry Potter. Now the question is, knowing what we know about the juggernaut that Disney is today, and the Harry Potter movies that we've seen made, Pippin, stop it. <laughs> Sorry, Pippins are very her very cute dog with. He's like a black and white colored dog. I love dogs. Yeah. This is cute. He's cute. Yeah, he's, he's a cute dog. Blue healer. He's so handsome. 
handsome. So, right. would you want Disney? Would you? Would you have liked to see the Disney produce Harry Potter movies? No, because they would have just like sucked it dry. Yeah, I'm glad they killed. passed. You wouldn't have the MCU if you had Harry Potter. Because you, they can't. No they can't. Yeah, they couldn't. I don't think they could build at that time two franchises like that simultaneously and have quality. Yeah, that's fair. I think that though that we could have gotten maybe like an animated show. I feel like it would be good in like a Clone Wars kind of style mm-hmm. if they did the Harry Potter series in that way, because then they could actually touch on all the little things and like make the characters outright. Because like in the movies, I feel like they took just such strong shortcuts. Right. And I like. And I don't really like any of the movies, to be honest. Should HBO hmm. make a Harry Potter? Yes. Series? Do they yes. do it like? 100%. Yeah. Yes, thousand percent <laughs> on board. <laughs> that would be cool. That would yeah. be super cool. I like uh, Anne Rice. I love Anne Rice, and I would love for the Vampire Chronicles to be a series for HBO because I think if you do a season per book, and with you could do that with Harry Potter. If you gave Harry Potter a season per book, mm-hmm. it would probably be. You can go potty. I'm sorry. <laughs> we talk so much here that... I just have to... I, I drink so much water, guys. <laughs> <laughs> we always hear here at the Mahai Podcast have a tendency of losing <laughs> guests yeah, in person. the middle of this show. The Which is important. Yeah. <laughs> not even the second time. Yeah, that's yeah. weird. That's, that's... I mean, not that's weird, but... Yeah. First time this season? No, Dave no. left last episode. Didn't really? No, that wasn't me. No, that was Chris. That oh, was Chris did leave oh. last episode. That's right. So for those of you who watched uh, the YouTube um, version of our show, um, James was drinking out of a lime green cup. For some reason, he decided to drink out of a lime green cup. Yeah. And he's like, is this, every time I take a drink, is it going to be Amsterdam? Right. And sure as shit, I watched that whole fucking thing. <laughs> every time he took a drink. Yeah. Drink Amsterdam. And you can see, if you watch that video, you can also see me looking at the camera whenever I'd have the cup up. Because the, the background superimposed when it already happens. Or, no, it wasn't. It was... It was, a, it was a green screen. It was no, just it, a green yeah, screen. Yeah, it was green on the yeah. monitor. But I knew that what it may look like, so I would be like, I wonder what's happening here. And I would just be moving this cup up and down. And so... I was so confused by the little dog at first. Like, why the fuck does Anthony... <laughs> why is our dog that keep going on Anthony? Uh, so why did he want to, you know, cover himself not, not smoking weed? I have no That's idea. That's like one of the best selling points for him being a president. Smoking I weed. Nobody knew what... <laughs> Like, why the fuck is that a goofy The way out? that we have guests is we allow them to show up however they want. <laughs> yeah. There's no rules. There's really no rules. And especially oh. with the setup of where the green screen is and everything. So, it's, yeah, there's going to be a lot. That's oh, going to be weird. So, <laughs> I think it's time to play Harry Tr- Potter trivia. And I've got to say, the fact that I called... Fantastic beasts, mysterious creatures, does not bode well for our side, Dave. And I am sorry. That's all right. I've won Harry Potter trivia's before, but there is, you know, when Harry Potter is big in your life, and when it's not, it's. I'm in one of those in between things. Like on like really obscure things, I'm confident on like forty percent. But like, hey, you know, we could get some stuff wrong too. We got this. If this is the children's version, I'm gonna be. Great at this. <laughs> no, this is a hardcore Trivial Pursuit Harry Potter Trivial, trivial Pursuit. pursuit. <laughs> it is, yeah. Okay. It's Harry Potter Trivial Pursuit. Um, so, so uh, there are going to be some completely obscure questions on here. And I didn't bring my fucking reading glasses. I can't see this shit with anything. Alright, so you guys have a stack of cards. Okay. And how it's going to work is 
we're going to read you guys a question, and you're going to read us a question. Do we get to pick the question that we're going to read? Them? Yes, we it do. Has to be off the, so it's, uh, has to be. it has to be off the card. Yes, it like, does. The first you can't just make up pull. ones. No, no, but it, 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 the first card we pull, <laughs> we can't be like, oh, all these questions are easy and dumb and pick a new card. It has to be on the first card we pull. No, you can f- search for uh, a question. If they're too hard, like, you know, a bunch of these questions can be, like, super fucking obscure. Um, so if you want to flip through and find one that is probably easy. No, I was going to look for harder questions. This <laughs> is also just... based off of movies, just for the Oh, everything's changed, kind of. <laughs> All right, so All right. we are going to ask you guys the first <laughs> question. <Sorry>. The teams <laughs> are Dave and I and Nancy and Courtney. So, and we're going for things in a box. Things in a box. Mysterious things in a box. That's what we're playing for. All right. So, the first question of high Harry Potter trivia. What do Harry and Dumbledore (laughs) pull out of the cave waters to ferry them to the Horcrux? Sorry, what? (laughs) What do Harry and Dumbledore pull out of the cave waters to ferry them to the Horcrux? Chains? We get chains. What do you think? Isn't it a chain game? Sure, chains. I don't I mean. The answer we're looking for is a boat. I don't know how. Yeah, I, was, I thought it was the I was, on the boat, though, is what I was thinking. I'm sorry. No. I remember how Trivia Pursuit writes oh, their questions. Yeah. Now. yeah. Okay, now I'm, now, now I'm ready. It's like the first thing. <laughs> now you're ready. Okay. It is the first thing. We all get a test for yeah. question. You gotta yeah. do it in there. Okay, alright, alright, alright. Hold on. Let's see. This is excellent. Uh, excellent air timer. Yeah. We'll just put a commercial in there. <laughs> Race to space on Amazon and Audible. After being in the water so long, what color were they in theory? Were they white? white? Yes. 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 Oh, can, who's giving score? I'm going to keep score. No, I'm. That was a oh, pancake man. flip. Now we're in it. Oh, that's okay. Oh, All right. Okay. Um, that one's a good one. First one? The first one. Which Horcrux... Horcrux. Horcrux. <laughs> Horcrux blackens Dumbledore's hand. The ring. The ring it is. Oh, ding, ding, ding. All right, we're All right. one to one. All right. You picked an easy one. I'll pick the question next time it's my turn to pick the question. <laughs> okay. Whose body is Lord Voldemort possessing the first time he comes face to face with Harry Potter? Oh, um. It's the dude with the turban. The fuck is the name? The Defensive Against the Dark yes, Arts team. We're getting there. In the very first. Uh, fuck, I don't know his name. Do you know his name? Let me think. Let me think. <laughs> he's, he's, I know he's, he comes out the back of his head. Yes, he does. He is really vain. I do no. not. No, that's. I don't fucking. Professor Quirrell. <sighs> Lame. Oh, good job. All right. Alright. We were right about everything else that we had said, though. Yes. (laughs) Why is Justin Finch Fletchley. Justin Finch Finch Fletchley. (laughs) Why is he not killed when he encounters the basilisk? Uh, He was holding. Did he look in the water? No, that was Mrs. Norris. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Miss Norris is the cat, right? Yeah. Uh, she looked in the water. Hermione had the mirror. Colin, what was it? What was this guy's name? Jason? Colin uh, had a camera. Justin Finch Fletchley. He saw it through 
like oh, three window two or one. Uh, what, uh, what do you say? I don't. <laughs> he, We've established. He saw it through nearly headless Nick's oh, body. Fuck me. I knew that. Ah, shit. I named all of the three. Can I get a half point? No, you don't. <laughs> you got two out of three days. All right, okay, cool. All right. All right, let's see. Hold on. You can read this one if you want. Yeah, let's see. Okay. Excellent dead air. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> dead air, dead air. Uh, let's see. For what sort of transformation is Polyjuice Potion only supposed to be used? What? <laughs> For what sort of transformation is Polyjuice Potion only supposed to be used? To turn to another person. Yes. Human. Yeah. Human. Yes. And for James and Yes. So it's two to one. Yes. Yes. Oh. All right. No, it's one. not. The first one was a pancake flip. Oh, really? That didn't count? You didn't You're taking away. Oh, man. But then you agreed to it, so I, I screwed uh, up. Well, I not. agreed to a lot of shit, I'll remember. <laughs> yeah. So. so one to one, then? I'm not sure. She's, keep, she's keeping score, it so I just. It's one to one. All right. I think we're one to one. <laughs> okay, what does Tonks trip over during Harry's first visit to the headquarters of the Order of the Phoenix? Wow, that's a long... Wait, say that one more time. <laughs> what does Tonks trip over during Harry's first visit to the headquarters of the Order of the Phoenix? Oh, God. Okay, it's like it's like the umbrella stand. Umbrella stand. A troll leg umbrella stand. Wow. That's good. <laughs> Obviously. All right, let's see. Hang on. I'm so sorry. I didn't get a chance to scan this. Following. Oh. Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay, hold on. Following the description of the novel, what did the filmmakers make the hall for the Yule Ball look like? Christmas? I don't know. Christmas? Uh, what? Christmas trees? <laughs> James, do you have any idea? I'm trying to picture it in my old, like a Victorian Is it Westminster Abbey? No. <laughs> uh, an ice palace. What? Oh, like Frozen. It's like everything's like... It, it, yeah, it. go ahead. Do you want to know that one? No, 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 no. no. It's, it's All your right. turn. <clears throat> All right. So, where in Hogwarts Castle does a pair of Luna Lovegood's lost shoes appear? Like the rafters of some shit. Like up in the hall. Like, in a doorway arch. Yeah. I'll give it to you. Yeah, that's what I meant. Okay. <laughs> it's pretty impressive, huh? That is pretty impressive. Yeah. What is it, like three to one now? It is three to one. Fucking Out it. of five questions. Um, let's go with that one. Okay, how many brothers does Ron have? Four. Fred, Bill, George, and Percy. Percy. So it's four or five. It's five. It's five. Name them. You have to name them all. Yeah. Fred, George, Bill, Percy, and Frederick. I don't think it's Frederick, but I think there is a fifth brother who works for the Ministry of Magic. Yes. Where's that's Bill? And then Percy. You know, he works for uh, Flourish and Blots. Or he works, or no, Gringotts. He works for Gringotts. Um, Which is the dude that does the dragon? That's Bill, right? The guy. 
Bill yeah. does green works for Green Gods. He marries Fleur, and then Charlie. You guys lost. Uh, <laughs> Charlie, Charlie uh, fucking Charlie. Dragons in Romania. Dragons That's Romania. Right. It's that one. Yeah, it's the one who's not there. We were so close, man. I was, I'm yeah, proud no, of us. Yeah, we were. We were doing it. All right. Um, what's the highest value coin in Wizard currency? Yeah. Whoa. Damn, she knew that quick. We got that one. Fucking it a. Is a this is all coming back for us, man. <laughs> we're gonna ask Hannah to us. Wow. It is four to one. I saw the question. I was like, "That's a great question." <laughs> They'll never get that one. I've got it. It's four to one. Uh, these are all like movie questions. That's okay. Okay. Uh, let's see. Uh, which actress plays divination teacher Sybil Trelawney? It's not Uma. It's. Oh my god. Oh, uh. She's, uh, let me think about it. Uh, yeah. I'm trying to picture. Yeah. No, but I'm trying to, I, I can picture, but it's, you're right, it's not Uma, but it... It's something like that. <laughs> oh, I feel, I'm feeling oh. very <coughs> inadequate right now. <laughs> okay. We're going to pass on that. Emma Thompson. Emma, see, it wasn't, right. I was right, though, it wasn't Uma. You were. I was, I got that part right. I should have just said it wasn't somebody else's <laughs> name, and then I would have also been right. I oh, <laughs> man. This is, <laughs> I thought we were going to be okay. competitive, but uh, we are not competitive whatsoever. All right. I'm going to bring out the 1985 just regular Trivial Pursuit. Oh, fuck, that which game means, is so hard. Which means, like, all the information you need to know. Every answer to every question is literally made before 1985. I'm not talking about a, a specific game. I'm talking about I'm going to buy the one that was made and sold in 1985. Wouldn't that be weird? Yes. How would you answer questions about that? Because you've had 35 more years of discussions yeah. you know, of life. So. <laughs> That'd be so hard. Yeah. All right, go. All right, so who was Hermione going to invite to Slughorn's Christmas party? Oh, for the as, as her date? No, you think so. Yeah, okay. Uh, Ron? Ron is correct. Fucking <laughs> A. Is that five to one? Why did you that pick is. the one that had the na- name of one. characters that are I, known I, in the book? Because I thought that it would throw her off. It was too easy. It did throw me off a little, honestly. Yeah. All right, I'm picking this question. Oh, that might help us. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. I was like, it could help. Okay. Well, now she's going to pick the hard one. Yeah, 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 yeah. Soon. Damn. It doesn't matter. We're never going to win anyway. As reference for the Dementors movement, the producers hired what kind of performer to test Dementor cloaks underwater? What kind of What performer? the fuck? Yep. Oh, hell no. Was it uh, Michael Phelps? I, I want to take a guess. Uh, okay. Oh, when they fail. Okay. Dolphins. No. Fuck. <laughs> Do you want to take a guess, James? Uh, the Dementors. Horses? No. Uh, Manatees. Wait. Scuba divers. No. Damn it. Puppeteers. It's <laughs> the most uh, random question how ever. You that is a super that random, a question. random question. Right. Doesn't a puppeteer work the same underwater as he does above water? <laughs> no. That's interesting. Did they win? I think they have. It's the, ten. The, you said six questions each, right? Yeah. So we have one more question each. Yeah, you just have the to. The score is five to one, so I mean, it is a shutout, but. <laughs> We can say we can say it's five to two. Thank you. Okay, All right. that's fair. So that's fair. let's see if you guys go no. one more. You get this on the letter from the Ministry expelling Harry. What part of the letter became the moving lips? 
Oh, in the movie, the uh, the bow, like the seal. God. Wow. That's it. <laughs> All right. Well, let's face it. Well done, Courtney. Yes. Well yes. done, <laughs> Courtney. Yes. This is and exactly. Honor, you really should just take. I think she deserves yeah. both of those two. Yeah, really you won. Appreciate them. Both was this of them. There was a tie. Yeah. No, you guys are no. both gonna win. Like, yeah, there's two people to the team. All right, so I'm excited to see you. No, no. You did you great job keeping it. score. So you just <laughs> <Okay. laughs> and you read those questions as well as we. I did. picked that one. I knew you would know actresses' names and then bunch of them where you played this person and who replaced this person when they died. Right. That question. Oh, I got Fox. Cool. That's neat. I feel so bad when I open box it, I don't know favorite. what I got. And I'm gonna <laughs> the good thing it's on the box, though. So. Oh, okay, good. I like it. I'll tell you what you got, Tori. Okay. Uh, scabbers. scabbers. Oh. Who is that? So it's Ron's rat. But oh, also oh, ends Peter up being Pe- Peter Pettigrew. Pe- yes, I do know that one. And he was he was turned into a rat because he was I don't remember who by though, but I remember that scene in the movie. Sorry. Very good. That's Peter Pettigrew. Hi. That was fun, dude. Yeah, that was really yeah. cool. That was a good, fun episode. I'm telling you, we are going to bring some old 1985 Trivial Pursuit into a different episode. <laughs> I like that. That'd be so I hard. like trivia. When I was a kid, we had a Disney Trivial Pursuit. Might be good at Disney Trivia Pursuit as well. I could ask my dad to send it out. There you go. Uh, like a 1997 copyright, so everything would be 497. Well, it was when I was a kid, so it's like 1989. There you go. <laughs> That's my I can answer questions about the Great Mouse Detective or Rescuers. So <laughs> I can answer those questions. Yeah, see? There you go. Well, so Dave, what is... We didn't discuss this before we got on the air, but what's coming up, Dave? All right, so um, Chris Pace and I just put out the most recent episode of The Dive Bar. Which is good. Uh, yeah, we talked a lot about Quentin Tarantino, uh, where his background came from, I, and we talked about his impact on the movie industry, uh, and we uh, talked about all his movies. So we put that out. Um, we have a review show coming out, your Picard review show yep. coming up. Um, and I think I'm going to throw up a review show here in the next week or so for The Outsider because it's a fucking incredible show. Excellent. Yeah. Excellent. Cool. So, and then tune in. We'll have another uh, Mile High podcast episode in the next couple weeks. Yeah, we're going to recreate the lost episode. So, Courtney, I don't know if you listened to our show, but our very first episode was Lost. Uh, right after we were done recording it, oh. it disappeared into the into the ether. Yeah. So oh, we are no. gonna go at uh, round number two on po- uh, marijuana and pop culture. All yeah. right. So that will be very fun. And Courtney, thank you so much for showing up and yeah, thanks us for doing yeah. coming to your area and do this. Yeah, so anytime. We would be so, happy to have you over, and then you know you can be back on the show. That'd be fun too. Yeah. yeah. Dave keeps trying to set up an all girl show. For uh, one yes. episode. Yes. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I think it would be fun to have a, a all-female perspective. All right. No one really cares I'm what dead. a bunch of swinging like dicks that. think about, like, weed yeah. culture. There's a million of them, but, you know, having an all-girl show would be pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. I'm down. Right, do you want to plug your shop before we head out? Lova Canna Co. Um, we're, uh, <laughs> <laughs> we're at MMJ America right now, but we'll soon be Lova Canna Co. We're off of 20th and Arapahoe Street downtown uh, by Coors Field. We got lots of amazing daily deals. We got... Um, a great staff. Um, pretty much everything that you could ever want in Spencer. We've got some bomb ass fire. We got some cheap ass 
weed if that's what you want. Nice. You know, we got you. We got you. And anything in between. Like Anything in between. Nice. Sweet. I like right. both of those. Sometimes I like some cheap-ass weed, and sometimes I need that bomb-ass You fire. know, we're here for you on whatever day you're having. Nice. There you go. That's and what yeah, I we got America. For, you know, we got, we got like a two-for deal. We got, we got stuff for you. Any nice. day of the week. Nice. You want to ball out? MMJ. Or Lova. Lova, I'm sorry. Soon to be Lova. Soon to be Lova. Soon to be Lova. (laughs) And Nancy, what do you got coming up in the next couple months? The show. In March, I'm doing my first music show. So I I have a friend whose husband is in a band that does local shows. And I am going to go to his show in March. And that will be my first review. Um, I just want to do local up-and-coming type, and I'm not going to pick a genre even yet, at least, because I, I don't want to limit it, but I want to review, like, a live show once a month and just put out there, you know, my experience with it from a technical point a little bit more. I like I like listening to it from that standpoint. So, And I think I'm going to go to my first show at Red Rocks this year. I lived here so long, and I'm a music person. My dad's a music teacher. It makes no sense. So one of the best concerts I ever went to was Nine Inch Nails and Soundgarden because my buddy here bought me tickets to go see Nine Inch Nails and Soundgarden of of Red Rocks. Yeah, it was fucking great. That's cool. Great fucking shit. Yeah, Red Rocks is a great arena. Or a great outdoor arena, you know. Mm-hmm. So, I saw Bonnie Raitt there once. That's I saw Dan Fogelberg there once. He was very yeah. good. You, you can see some weird things at Red Rocks. You see some but cool things, too. I saw Josh Groban in the Colorado Symphony there. Oh. See? Every <laughs> once in a while, you come across and you're like... That was probably not bad, though. It was fucking great. Yeah. I love Josh Groban. Josh fucking Groban. Josh fucking Groban. <laughs> Hashtag. Josh, what do you got coming up, James? So, coming up, uh, you you actually promoted it for me. I got the review show of the Picard. We got the second end of the Arrow episode that just came out on Truckee Pacific. Uh, Chris would like to promote, you know, uh, Nerd Corner, because he does that like three nights a week. He does his streaming, so check all that out. I got Mike Santori. I, you should see a teaser trailer like you would for, like, you know, Fast and Furious 9, which they just did a teaser trailer and a real trailer for, mm-hmm. for Mike Santori's, uh, the Santori project for when he comes out there. It won't have any actual footage because we haven't filmed it, but it'll be like me saying things over words and pictures explaining what the actual Santori project is. So that he, we've got that coming out, and uh, yeah, just setting things up for the second season. Yeah, but we've got some great shows coming up. We, we have the um, 80s uh, retro show coming up in uh, next month. We have our weed and pop culture. Um, and now we're going to do a 90s nostalgia because that sounds pretty fun. And we're going to do a, com- a specific concept of like not just pop culture but comedy where weed has played roles in specific comedy. You know what I mean? Like, Because you can do weed and pop culture in a lot of different ways. They spoke fucking weed in the beginning of Ghostbusters. Or not Ghostbusters, Poltergeist. Right. You know, so weed is always... But we're going to do an episode. When we get Santori, a comedian in there, he's going to come in and he's going to do a weed and comedy show with us. So that'll be cool. We'll talk about that. But, uh, yeah. Great. Nancy, thank you for coming. Thank you for having me. We hope to see you again in the next couple weeks. Courtney, thank you so much for being our guest one more time. Dave... You, we're always here. We thank each other. Yeah, daily. thank you for showing up. Thank you. Uh, thank you for <laughs> finally getting here. Thank yes. Yeah. <laughs> Parking around here fucking sucks, but I found it. <laughs> we're you here, and I had a great so time. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> this is a happening area for sure. Cap Hill. See, and I got a close parking space, so I feel 
bad that I got a close parking space, but I got excited when I saw it. And I had to circle around once, you know, when you pass yeah. something and you're like, Ooh. you're like, oh shit, someone yeah. else who clearly is going around where I'm going is going to take that. And, yeah. Oh, but you got lucky. Yeah. And it was, a, and it was a couple block, you know, it was a cl- couple block turnaround to get around yeah. here. So For yeah. Sure. Yeah. yeah. My streets. Yeah. Cool. Denver. Yeah. This is a fun, this is a fun show. We got to do this more often. Yeah. yeah. Very much. Yeah. Woo. Yeah. On the road again. All right. Woo. Well, this has been the Mile High Podcast, episode two. And I think we're out. All right. Good night. Night. Thank you for listening to the Mahai Podcast, produced by Truckee Pacific Productions. For sponsorship inquiries or comments, go to themilehighpodcast at gmail.com.